You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett, and every week I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a natural path fitness expert and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Visibly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. Well, you're going to want to probably sit up nice, straight, and tall for this episode. At least that's how I felt. (laughs) As my guest today is an awesome chiropractor, and I thought, oh my goodness, how's how's my posture? How's my head? (laughs) Anyway, I know he wasn't observing, but uh, it made me want to sit up a little bit taller. I am excited to bring on Dr. Jason Sabo. He is a 2002 graduate from Northwestern College of Chiropractic. He graduated as valedictorian and was chosen as the class speaker. He opened his first practice in Roseville, Minnesota, before relocating to Edmond, Canada in the spring of 2004. He has been in practice for over 20 years and plans to continue serving his community for as long as he is breathing and living on this earth. When not in the office, he enjoys spending time with his family, exercising and living an active lifestyle while taking time to be in nature and explore the outdoors. As a chiropractic student, Dr. Jason was first introduced to the principles of chiropractic and the concept that life flows from a Dio via a Dr. James Sigafus cassette tape. As he listened to the stories that Dr. Sigafus shared, a passion was lit from within to share the chiropractic story, which he does in our interview, and to see millions of lives changed by setting people free of nerve interference through chiropractic adjustments. As a student and during his early years in practice, Dr. Jason found that studying chiropractic techniques He found it fascinating and strived to master techniques that he found to provide the most specific corrective care possible. Over the past 10 years, he's developed his own unique adjusting technique called TIC, which is Tonal Integrative Correction. It's very unique uh, that has been proven to be specific, safe, and gentle for all ages. This technique is in conjunction with his sincere demeanor and compassion for serving people, it has helped him grow one of the largest referral-based offices worldwide. I hope you enjoy this show. You're going to love uh, Dr. Sabo and uh, just appreciate his humility and yet all of his knowledge. So enjoy. Well, hello and welcome to the Visibly Fit Podcast, Dr. Jason Sabo. It's so good to have you here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for getting up early as we're recording this. I know it's a little bit early in, in Canada, so uh, what a blessing. You know, um, we were originally introduced via, you know, Zoom um, by a patient of mine who's turned into just a, a sister in Christ and who is now on my Visibly Fit team, and she's actually a patient of yours as well. And it just turns out she's like, you've got to meet my chiropractor. He's amazing. And, and, and you are, and you're so humble and so amazing at what you do. And we have some, um, uh, 
you know, some people that we know in the circle of, of chiropractic, um, people that you've gone to school with that I also know as well. And I'm like, what a small world all the way up in Canada. But I'm kind of your neighbor since I'm in Minnesota. But you went to school here in Minnesota, right? I did. I did. Indeed. So I lived yeah. there for six years. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you love the cold, basically, is what you're saying. Going from Minnesota to Canada and <laughs> staying there. I, I I said living in Minnesota was like an extension of Canada. And so we always said it would be an easier transition if we decided to come back. So right. I, I feel that hard. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Well, I, I really wanted to have you on today because you have a unique technique that I thought we could you know, just talk about, because actually I first want to talk about just chiropractic in general, yeah. because some people are a little skittish. They don't really know about chiropractic or, you know, they've heard that, you know, I'm not even going to say it, but there, there's that term that people use when, or used to use when people heard about chiropractic. It's obviously more common now that people see chi uh, chiropractors, but what would you say to somebody about what is chiropractic? Um, and, and, and why would it be beneficial in their life? Yeah, uh, obviously that's something that we run into every day, um, but uh, there's a lot of different schools of thought in the chiropractic world. And so in my industry, really, um, you know, if you go back to the foundations of it, the foundations of it were really overall health healing and, and really about the brain allowing life to flow down through the body. And so the very first chiropractic adjustment was actually given um, in 1895 um, to a gentleman's janitor who actually was stooped over in a closet lifting something heavy and, and felt like a pop and he lost his hearing. And uh, so this gentleman, Dee Dee Palmer, was actually in conversation um, with this gentleman and heard the story and just kind of reasoned that he's like, well, the pop must have had something go out in your in your back. And uh, through the course of time, actually had never done it before, but he talked this janitor into allowing him to reposition this vertebrae in his back. And as he felt it, he could feel a bone out of position in his neck. And he adjusted, or in the terms of the initial chiropractor, he re-racked this bone. <laughs> and the gentleman's hearing was actually restored um, years after this accident. And uh, so initially, it was actually given to restore this man's health in terms of hearing. Interesting. Um, and so it's through the 80s, it's really changed in terms of insurances came on board. Um, and really what they're looking for is, is um, we'll say pain and this in terms of back dysfunction. And what's happened is the modeling of the chiropractic profession in many schools, not all schools, um, has really gone towards this pain management model um, to the point that if you talk to like half of our profession, um, they're really going to sound like phys physical therapists in terms of we are trying to improve people's back pain and headaches. Um, but truly, when we look at the neurology of a joint, like like the brain obviously runs all the functions of your body. So digestion, your ability to counter stress, your ability to regulate heart rhythms. Um, hormones. Is all hormones, yes. We actually had 
um, for me, um, I didn't know any of this really going into the chiropractic profession. Um, and uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody in, in the profession was like, have you ever heard of a James Sigafoot? Like, what is a Sigafoot? Like, I don't know what this is. Um, but he gave me this cassette tape to listen to. And uh, I listened to this 12 hours of Sigafoot. And he started sharing stories of uh, people's heart improving and people's hearing coming back. And for me, it was like, I'm going to say it was my God moment where it's like I could hear the Holy Spirit like, speak to me and saying like this is why i called you to this profession like these are the miracles that you're gonna see um that i'm gonna work through you and why i called you to this field and uh so early on it was like one of my first patients we had this a practice member who uh it was a couple who struggled with fertility for years and uh um a very long story short um we just had a conversation about health and where what the what the nervous system does in terms of health. And I was like, have you ever thought of going to a chiropractor? And she's like, chiropractic and fertility. Like, mm, nope, <laughs> it's way off my radar. And uh, so long story short, we just talked about how the brain regulates these different functions. And, and neurologically speaking, about 80% of all of the brain's inputs actually come from the joints. And mm -hmm. so what's unique about joint dysfunction is when the joints can't move or they're misaligned chronically, it creates this stress loop into the brain. And so um, slightly technical term, it changes the type of feedback that the joint feeds from something called mechanoreception to something called nociception. And nociception is really, you can think of it like a stress response from the joint. And a lot of like kind a blockage of, kind of too, right? Literally. Yeah. And, and so you can think of it as literally just like signaling this chronic stressor to the brain. And so we have this kind of balance. Everybody listening is probably at least in some way, shape or form heard of this fight or flight response. And uh, so when we're under stress, it basically activates all the things that would help us to fight um, through a life threatening situation or run away from this life-threatening situation. And so uh, basically in a, in a very tight nutshell, it tightens muscles, um, it worsens sleep, um, it um, shoots high amounts of sugars into our bloodstream and blocks the supply of insulin. Um, and so higher heart rate, higher cholesterol levels, um, higher risk of disease. <laughs> higher risk of disease. Yes, higher <laughs> inflammation, actually. Right. Uh, so what's unique about a lot of nerves are that they adapt. And so it's like when something happens, like if you walk into a smelly, stinky room, for example, walk into a men's locker room. That's what, uh, That's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> or, or my son after he used to get done playing sports. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I have a couple of athletes, so we're, we're well adept at this. But when you walk into this smelly locker room, you know, I, initially your response is, oh, like what, what is going on in here? Yet if you sit in there for about five minutes or 10 minutes, um, your brain kind of gets used to this idea that it's there. So it's not that the smell went away, but your body says, okay, I'm, I'm aware that something is not right here. Uh, but we've acknowledged that this is not a life-threatening situation. And so 
we adapt to it and it's no longer kind of on your radar anymore. Interesting. Uh, so there's many nerves that kind of adapt like this. Um, but the unique thing is these spinal nerves um, and the feedback loops from them, they're non-adaptive. And so as long as that dysfunction is there, you'll chronically have this bad feedback loop into the body. And it just literally heightens this stress response and uh, it shuts down that healing kind of messages that the body's supposed to adapt to. Sure. So unless somebody comes along and can change that, you're basically living in this heightened state of awareness. Yeah, so. at the cellular level. And so you're you're reproducing basically unhealthy cells if you're still in this loop, right? And so, um, wait, okay, so this is good. Um, I'm, I'm curious about, you know, your technique because every chiropractor I've ever met has their own unique technique. <laughs> and yeah. um, you have to find what's right for you. But you yeah. have something called the tonal integrative correction technique. Tell me a little Correct. bit about that. And it's very gentle and, and um, you know, yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Yes. So, I mean, one, one unique thing about kind of the office that I, that I started is, um, I mean, I'm very much on par with, like, if God, is, God has put you on earth to do something. Okay. And so he's like, he didn't just make you and said, okay, I made you, you have no reason for being here. You have no purpose for being here. And so you can sit in depression and disease and just live off in the corner. I'm like, God created us for purpose. And so it's like, for me, from, from that very beginning, it's like, okay, like, I know I put you on earth for something and I created you to make a difference in this world. And one thing that you'll notice is like, you can't live in purpose by yourself. And so right. God has created us to live in community, to be light Amen. and salt. And so he's like, okay, I made you different to shine my glory, my presence, and my anointing. And so you can't just sit, you know, like a light under a bushel. Um, but some do. Some do, and Dr. Sabo. We do. So we yeah. always have that choice where it's like, okay, we have these gifts, callings, talents. And so um, obviously, especially in the last three years with kind of, the isolation that people have gone through, it's like you see a few different schools of thought where it's like some people hid from it. It's like, I'm going to the forest. <laughs> I'm going away from the madness. I will live on my own. Nobody can bother me. Or um, it's like, hey, we can choose to be different. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's like God's, God says you're salt and you're light. And so salt and light aren't anything by themselves but they're there to stand up from everything around them. Right. Right. And so, um, as I carried that into kind of my work where it's like, okay, God's created me to lay hands on people to remove this interference in the body, to see fullness of life expressed in this body. Um, it just kind of naturally people started coming from far distances, um, to be here. And the unique thing is, is you get to see, you know, many people, you get to see patterns that develop. Like, for example, it's like with migraine headaches, if if you show me one person with a migraine walking into my office, there's environmental factors that kind of influence that. So I'll see literally within 24 hours, I'll probably see another 30 to 50 people with migraine headaches. Okay. Wow. Um, or there's like little shifts in the environment where it's like, if you see one person with a sleeping problem, 
I'll see dozens of people who haven't slept very well within that same following nights. Um, and so once you see 50 people or 100 people or 200 people with their sleep not working or migraine headaches or different things like that, you start noticing little patterns in them. Okay, what are the similarities between these people? And it's like, if you see one or two, it's like, well, you can make an argument for things, but if you see 300, 500, 1,000, 10,000 people with the same condition, it's like, okay, what are the, the little similarities that are related to these people? And so as a response of that, kind of what I did in my chiropractic realm started kind of drifting off. And so um, what's unique about the TIC method or the tonal integrative correction is um, it's actually all done, the assessment is done in a seated upright position. And so kind of our body's natural greatest stressor that we fight every day is actually gravity. Okay. Right. And so we don't really think of gravity as a stressor to our body, but when we look at the shape of the spine, it's actually, it's fearfully and wonderfully designed, right? So it has this posture that should be able to support itself and hold itself up effortlessly against gravity. Now, as the little deviations to our posture happen, and like for example, with upper cervical related problems, so problems at the top of the neck, um, the body has a really unique, unique adaption to it. So the head weighs approximately 10 pounds and it should effortlessly just whoop, kind of hold itself up there. So there's not a lot of muscular effort going on. Now, as the little bones of the upper neck shift out of position, whether it's sleep-related problems, whether it's working Tech at neck, <laughs> working at computers and desks all day, or sitting uh -huh. on their on their phones, um, you'll see the head will actually kind of tilt over to the side a bit, and now the body's no longer able to hold itself upright, and so you'll see some adaptions happen. So one, those little um, nerves firing from the neck actually influence the part of the brain that regulates our posture. And so you'll actually see one of the shoulders will tip down, the head will tilt over to the side, and then it's really uneven at the hips. So you'll see one hip will actually raise, and so a hip will pop up on one side and you'll see the shoulder and head tilt over. And so with the advent of people looking at themselves in Zoom, this is something I would always point out to people. And all of a sudden they're on lots of Zoom calls and they're like, I am sitting crooked in front of the camera, you know? Um, but it's never made sense to me that as a chiropractor, we will have people come in who are fighting these gravity patterns all day long, then we'll lay them down and we'll now assess what the muscular patterns and the kind of spinal stiffness patterns are. So um, we actually changed it from laying down to the seated upright position so that we can actually really in true life see what the posture patterns are looking like, which muscles are actually changed in response to this body actually trying to hold itself up with this pattern. Fascinating. And basically, all the little joints feed into the brain differently. So it's like we can actually assess uh, when one little joint doesn't hold its alignment properly, you'll actually create this network of problems so that you can actually see eight to 10 different issues arise throughout the body. And so if, for example, um, this little bone at the top of the neck shifts out and the body tilts over to the side, raises the right hip up, now the body 
to try to compensate for that, the right knee will actually start to twist inwards to try to rebalance down through the pelvis. And so um, as this sits there, we can see knee problems and many people start to develop. Okay. Yes, and people go after the knee problem rather rather than the exactly. the uh, culprit of the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Or the hip lifts up like an inch and a half, and sometimes up to three inches. Really? And now they're walking around with low back pain, and so in my office, well, I can't tell you. Literally every week, we'll have at least a patient coming in who's had like this chronic lower back issue that's going on, and they're having. They're having the muscles worked on and they're having all these exercise given to their lower back and they walk in and their, their pelvis is literally like two and a half inches out of alignment. Wow. And they're like, I've been working at this for like two years, literally. And you're like, oh, someone missed the little culprit that was actually creating that pattern to begin with. Okay. And so rather than adjusting everything, it's like, okay, let's see which is the actual problem that's created this remove that there's the posture comes back and now there's a series of little tests that we do in the seated upright position to say okay here's the problem that's causing it and a series of checks to say now we can see the muscles balance the postures come back um, the joints are not responsive to what we're doing to it anymore now we can stop okay and so less is actually more like for most people, we can actually clear their body out within two to three segments of adjusting them. Okay. And so it's knowing if there's a problem that we can help. And then two, it's like, when is enough enough that we know we can actually stop now? And there comes this fine line between us being the doctor and trying to be, trying to be the healer as opposed to saying, God put this amazing power in this body that regulates trillions of functions a second. Let's just remove the interference that we can find in it and allow that life to start working for itself. And Let now the body, body catch up. Heal and make the rest of the changes for us. And so if you just try to force the body or tell the body what to do, you'll get a little bit of the way, but unless that body comes online and can actually start to change and heal for itself, you just recycle the same problems. Well, I'm so glad to hear about uh, the TIC technique because, you know, most people are used to thinking chiropractic forced adjustment, right? Yes. yes. And so you are very gentle in your technique. So great for elderly as well, right? Or in children oh. and that kind of thing. So um, there, there are people that are, are practicing probably your technique elsewhere. Are you training others to? Yeah. Yeah. We've, I've, uh, so yes. So to get to the first part, I guess I didn't actually cover it so far, but yes, the amount of force that it takes to move a joint is literally only about eight to 10 pounds. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually move the joint literally just with a light pressure because once you hit the correct joint angle, there's no muscles that can actually resist that force. And so it has to be a very specific move in a very specific direction. And there's no popping, there's no clicking. It's literally just a pressure. And then once you hit the right angle, the joint will actually just, you can feel it like melt into place. It just, wow. and it just shifts into place. So um, we take care of many people with like osteoporosis, there's people with rods and screws in their spines, like people in wheelchairs, literally, 
that we'll just take care of because they don't have to lay down. You can actually just assess them and adjust them in their wheelchairs. Um, now I say people who are scared of being adjusted should just watch watch a baby be adjusted because mm. the babies and the toddlers, even like even like the ADHD kids who are running around like crazy, it's like little one and a half year olds. They will sit on the bench, and when it's their turn, they will just be like a church mouse, just like they love it. Their body loves and it. They are just in like a little baby. It's like you can squirm them, and all of a sudden you just adjust their their upper cervicals and you just they just melt they just like right into their mom um so everything from you know competitive power lifters to infants to people with ms and wheelchairs um to osteoporotic like there's people literally with active fractures in their backs and obviously we're not adjusting the fracture site but the rest of their body that requires it um Easily help with the healing process. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Powerful. I I love what you're doing, Dr. Savo. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad that we connected here because I believe that my audience needs to hear that there is another, a a gentle way as well. If they're, if they're looking for a chiropractor and maybe they've been afraid to go to one, uh, you bring a different technique that, um, that people might really um, embrace. Right. So um, how much, would you say I'm, I'm very, I talk a lot about emotions in my practice and, and how it affects the body. And so can you talk on that a little bit, a little bit, because uh, regarding nerve uh, interference with emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a massive uh, proponent of this. And so uh, I even hate to say the word, but through our COVID experience, um, like we would, We'll say prior to COVID, the amount of stress that was in the world to post-COVID, like amplified probably on the thousand percentile. Um, but it used to be. Um, so I've been I've been in this job for 21 years now, and uh, you look 21. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, but uh, if we would see someone like over an inch misaligned at their pelvis, I would consider that like. A pretty severe balance and it went through the COVID period to if I saw someone two inches out of alignment that would be a severe imbalance so um, everyone always thinks in terms of their spine um, that physical traumas are the biggest so it's like you were deadlifting something too heavy or you fell down the a flight of stairs that they think that's how this happens but uh, truthfully, the emotional component to it is infinitely worse um, and harder to get rid of because people's stress doesn't go away. And so the emotions are linked through that sympathetic nervous system into the muscles and joints. And so when we see people chronically with burns of stress, um, they are... Um, Physically, it manifests in our physical being. Okay. So it's honestly probably one of the worst culprits that we see contributing to the problems that I'm finding now. Okay. Yes. And so um, there is like this, there is like this amazing response to what we do in terms of through the research that's being done around the world. 
we're seeing that these joint problems actually amplify the stress problems because it like further. So if we have what we call, I always refer to as our stress bucket. So our body's physically capable of dealing with a certain amount of stress. Okay. And so now, um, we have kids running around to sports. Um, you have your own business, you have podcasts going on, you have clients who, um, most of the time are happy, but now you've had like eight clients yelling at you this particular day. Um, you haven't been sleeping well. And it's like, oh, the stress bucket kind of overfills. And once it overfills, now we go into this panic mode where it's like, like logistically, like we're kind of on edge all the time. It's like, we're a little jittery. Our sleep pattern's not right. You can feel your heart pumping faster. Um, and so <clears throat> what we know is that through chiropractic adjustments, what it does is it lowers that sympathetic tone and starts to reactivate something called the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is really the rest and repair center. It actually regulates inflammation in the body. And so as we kind of restore people's alignment, it tones down that extra stress that's kind of happening. And so I always tell people, it's like, I can't deal with the stressors of life going on outside of these four walls for you. But what I can do is I can minimize the stressors that are coming from here and actually take down that extra stress out of that bucket load, okay? And so we can try to give you tools to deal with the stresses out there, but we're going to help to turn that down and give your body the best fighting chance it can to deal with the stressors of life out there. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I really talk a lot to my patients about releasing unhealthy emotions to release unhealthy mm -hmm. weight. But yeah. don't you think that, I mean, this is just my thought, that, that God made us in such a way that, you know, our bodies are always trying to get our attention if it's not in a balanced homeostasis kind of yeah. place. And so when our emotions are out of whack, when things are out of whack, then sometimes, I mean, I don't know, this is kind of my thought, that, you know, a fall down the stairs is almost like, um, not in an intentional way, but an intentional kind of way to to take action. Like, yeah. okay, okay, now I'm getting your attention because now you have an injury that you can feel physically yeah. that can go and can you find that? Or is yeah. that just me thinking uh, uh, back in life where, um, so it was kind of a, a myriad of things. One, uh, my practice was very, 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 very busy. I didn't have a lot of uh, guidelines in terms of kind of time management outside of my four walls of my office as well. Uh, three young children uh, and kind of the icing on the cake was my, my father actually had a stroke at the time. And uh, anybody who knows me, I am, I, I consider myself a very optimistic, happy-go-lucky um, person. And that's just by nature. It's just like always been me. Um, and one night I literally woke up and just heart racing. Um, and, uh, I'm like, well, that's weird. It's like, maybe, uh, maybe it was coffee or something. And, uh, uh, long story short, it's, uh, I, I was like, I was like, I think I'm actually, I think this is a panic attack. Like I had no warnings, no precipitating factors, no one specific event that I could point to and be like, oh, that put me over the edge. Mm -hmm. But uh, all of a sudden, it was like, wasn't one night, it was two nights. 
and then three nights and five nights and um to the point where it's like literally i was like like debilitating do i have to phone like the ambulance like like is like to that point and uh um long story short it's uh my wife and i sat down and we were like okay like something in our life has to change okay and i was like for me it was okay am is it my job okay and i'm like i yeah it's it's easy to say that it can be stressful at times but i'm like i truthfully from the bottom of my heart is like no i believe that i'm called to this thing like i know i'm in the right profession and so it's like okay i always look at it so it's um i'm i'm going to recommend a book if that's all right but sure si simon sinek has a book called uh the infinite game. And, uh, it was a kind of a big, a big deal for me, but it's like looking at things from the short term finite and looking at things from the infinite in terms of like, there's certain things that we have to do throughout our life. And so it's like, okay, I believe that I'm called to my job. And I always say, I'm like, I'll retire. Eh, who knows? 85, 90 years old. It's like, maybe then I'll retire. Um, but then it's looking at it from the perspective of, okay, if I'm going to be 85 or 90 years old doing this, like physically, what has to happen in my life that allows me to do that? Uh, so exercise has to be a regular part of it. Yes. And uh, so I just, it's easy when we're busy to skip those things. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to be very diligent about my exercise. It goes in my calendar. Bump, 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 bump. If it's in the calendar, it gets done, right? That's if right. That's right. It doesn't get done. Mm -hmm. um, I very purposely sought out uh, a very specific form of chiropractic care that was like very upper cervical focused. Um, and of course, it's not convenient. It's like on the exact opposite side of town is that I lived in. Um, but I penciled it in. And it's like, this is just a regular part of my my week and month and year and uh it's like we looked at okay we're blocking out what are it's like okay doing house calls in the nighttime okay it's like i'm going like non-stop and at this point i'm adjusting literally hundreds of people a day um and going out sometimes on evenings and weekends and doing that and it's like okay this if i'm gonna have a family that not only likes me, <laughs> but still wants me around in their life. Yeah. Um, we have to actually schedule time as a family, time for rest, time for holidays and vacations. And we actually just penciled those things out in our year. So it's like, we're very specific about what does a typical, a healthy work life look like? What does a healthy family look like? And physically, what are the requirements that are going to allow me to exercise and allow me to get proper care for myself. And uh, so it was like, for me, it was like the wake up call in terms of my body is speaking some pretty strong things to me out of the blue, but it's like the wake up in terms of like, we can medicate these things and ignore them and kind of let these unhealthy patterns continue to run where we can actually like sit down and address like, okay, what are the things that are contributing to these patterns and how can we actually address them like in a healthy um, way? Okay. I, I think this is so awesome that you're sharing about this. This is vulnerability at its best, mm -hmm. but it's so um, common, especially people in the 
health and, and health field, if you will, we, yeah. because most of us are wired that we just want to help and we just want to, you know, do whatever God's call, called us to and gifted us to and just go, 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 go. And, and actually the world tells us to, or at least America and Canada tells us to go, go, go and yeah. go harder, faster, strong, you know, that kind of thing. When really what you're saying is the way we can become better individuals, um, you know, glorify God better because we have more time with him, but also serve our patients in a better, optimal way. So I'm I'm grateful that God got your attention because you're doing great things there and we want you around for a long time and your family does too. Um, but I'm just so grateful that you, um, you know, didn't ignore the signs. And I think so many people just ignore it, thinking that, no, I'm expected to do this, you know, grind it, grind it, grind it, when really that's doing a disservice to uh, the company you work for, your calling, your gifting, um, disservice to our creator and also uh, for the life that you have. So thanks for sharing that. That's important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, as we um, wrap up this incredible interview, thank you again for taking the time. What would you say, uh, number one, is your favorite scripture verse? This is kind of your life verse. Maybe you uh, have a couple, but maybe one that comes to mind. And um, how would you close this out as far as if someone is is really in a place of, of feeling like you were just anxious and not knowing what to do. And what would you tell them to do as their first step? Okay. Uh, so the scripture verse actually probably goes along those lines where I always tell even my patients, cause they're always asking me, like, you always, you always seem so happy. Um, like, are you like this? You don't have bad days. And I'm like, <laughs> of course we have struggling moments in our days, but it's perspective. Right. Yeah. And so number one, it's like, if God has called you, you probably heard the term, if God's called you to it, he'll call you through it. And so, um, scripture verse that I, I tell them that honestly, every day I say this, it's like in my weakness, he is strong. Mm. Okay. And so it's like recognizing like, Hey, the God, God called this by grace. Okay. And so it's like, if he's called you to this work, it's not because you have these amazing natural talents, giftings, callings. It's because he's looked at your heart and said, you have this willing heart to do it. Okay. It's like throughout the Bible, it's like, you can look almost throughout the entire Bible. There's almost nobody that's God, God is called because said, they're the I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, when, when David was chosen, he didn't even get invited to the party, right? Right. And it's like Samuel saw the first brother. He's strong. He's handsome. He's tall. He's like, that's the man. And God's like, no, that's not the person. He goes through all the brothers and he's, God's like, he's not here. And he's like, uh, are we missing something? Like God said, we're supposed to be here. He's like, oh yeah, there's uh, our youngest. He's in the field. He's, he didn't even get called. And, uh, you know, through that, it's like God said, man looks at the outside, God looks at the heart, right? Mm, yeah. It's like God called Moses and Moses was like, oh, no, you got the wrong person. I can't speak, right? He it's may like, have stuttered and said that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I, I don't have, I don't have the natural gifts things to call, to do what you called me to do. Right. And so if you're listening today, it's like, it, you're not called because you're the best. You're not mm -hmm. called because you're the smartest. You're not called because you're the best speaker. You're called because God's eyes go to and forth over the world. Um, and he said, the harvest truly is great and the laborers are few. And so he said, many are called, few are, few are chosen. So he's looking for people to say, 
here I am, you know, and it's not because I'm the best, but because I'm willing. Okay. And so if you can have that heart to say, God can use anybody. And even though I don't have these talents and callings, he's like, if you say yes to God, he's going to use you mightily. Okay. And so if God has called you to this great work, the greatest thing that can hinder you from it is thinking that you have to do it on your own strength. Okay. And so it's like, I, I can't tell you how many times it's like, I'm naturally not a good speaker. I naturally don't like being around people. I naturally don't like going out there and talking, but I have this strong belief that God has this amazing work that he's doing. And I know that he's willing to change other people's health and life through what, through, through me saying yes. Okay. And so I'm willing to say yes to do it. And if you try to do what God's asked you to do of your own strength, you will fail. You're going to feel stress. You're going to feel burnout. And because you're trying to make it happen. And so if you can just say, God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I'm willing to walk through it with you. And if we can take one step in that direction, um, we're going to see amazing things happen. So I'm going to say the greatest thing that you can do on your own is wake up and say, today, God has called me to make a difference in this world. Okay. It's like we can complain about the things going on in this world, or you can do something in your day to make this world a better place for someone else. Okay. Yes. And and amen. So it could literally be opening a door for someone because if you look, it's like, there's not a lot of happy faces all the time out there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just seeing that one person and saying, I see you, here's a door for you. And you matter to me this day. God sees you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And literally that could be the difference in that person saying, I don't want to live anymore to God actually loves and cares for me. And he made this manifestation of just his love to me through someone just opening a door, letting me in traffic. Okay. Saying, I hi, I see you today. You look really good. You know? Yeah. That's, that's really a, a perfect message, honestly, especially in the way the world is today. Just give a smile, open up a door, let someone in traffic and just kind of just be loving <laughs> just be loving and kind. Right. It's that easy. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for you, for your time and um and for the calling on your life and for heeding to that call so god bless you friend and thanks for being on visibly fit oh and, thank oh, you so real quick real yep. where can people find you what's what's your website ticairo.com um and uh yeah we've done most of my teaching actually is in the u.s so um sadly a lot of it in the eastern part of the u.s to this point but uh ticairo.com Perfect. All right. Those of you listening, go there, TICCairo.com. Thanks again, Dr. Sabo. God bless. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. Well, I sure hope you enjoyed this incredible episode with Dr. Jason Sabo. He is a very special human being and God does have him right where uh, he wants them, <laughs> using his gifts and, uh, and talents to, to serve the community and to help them uh, within their healing. So it's so cool. And he is helping other doctors become certified, other chiropractors in this TIC technique. So go to TICchiro.com and see if there is a certified doctor in your area. Um, we do not have one in Minnesota yet. 
So Dr. Sabo, if you're listening, let's get some here in, in Minnesota. But we do, he does have um, doctors in, gosh, Arizona, California, Florida, New Jersey, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Utah, Washington, and even in Mexico. So go and check and see uh, if there's a doctor there for you. And of course, Dr. Sabo is in, is in uh, Canada. So if you are there, go and give him a visit. So thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Visibly Fit. I hope that um, you found it encouraging. I hope that uh, maybe you learned something new. And if you are listening for the first time, thank you. Thank you for, for tuning in. Um, I'm going to ask if you wouldn't mind sharing this episode with someone you care about and writing a, a you know, a review and giving it a five star if you enjoyed it. Really, really appreciate that. And if you are someone that is looking for a program, you know, I'm going to say this because this is my passion, visibly fit, right? If you are someone that is looking for a lifestyle change, a holistic approach to your health and your healing uh, in, in, in all areas of your life, you know, not just your physical uh, weight, that kind of thing, but also mindset, emotions, your spiritual health, all of it uh, combined, then go to getvisiblyfit.com or go to wendypet.com and let's uh, work together. Now is your time. This is the new year, right? Uh, if you're listening to this live when this is dropped, uh, this is January. Like let's, let's change the way we do things. And, and get you onto a healthy trajectory. All right. All right. God bless. If you have questions or if you just want to reach out to me, I'm active on social media as well. So look forward to connecting there. God bless. And we'll catch you next time. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.